Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. Hey friends. Samantha. <laughs> Hi. Hello. How are you guys? Good. How are Great. you? Great. Doing well, enjoying the weekend. Good, great. Yes, yes. Wait to go to the beach. Oof. <laughs> oh, so fun. Miss that being in Indiana. It's been kind of cold. Well, cold, mm-hmm. fifty degrees. <laughs> hey, you actually get Floridians. Fall, that's pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be bringing out my UGG soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're not fashionable, but they're warm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's great. Kaylee's totally do. judging me for being a basic white so girl. <laughs> Just the word Uggs, man. It makes me think of middle school. I can't believe they're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soon I'll be showing up with my pumpkin spice latte. No, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't drink pumpkin spice lattes, but I'll wear my Uggs. <laughs> okay, you gotta do what you I just want do, sweater you know? weather so bad. <laughs> Just come up north. You'll yeah. get it. It's still pretty hot here in South Florida, so. Yeah. <laughs> Love gross. it. Love it. Well, yeah. this week we're, uh, we're, we have a really, really great post getting deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm super excited because Kaylee is sharing, you're sharing your heart this week and really mm-hmm. proud of you for it. Um, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Do, do you, uh. You want to kind of share what, what this week's post is about and what inspired yeah. it? Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, this week I'm just kind of talking about um, something that's just near and dear to my heart, which is um, October being the month of awareness for pregnancy and infant loss. Um, and so it's just one of those things that I feel like is such a taboo topic in our society. Like people are just like, let's just pretend that these things don't happen. Mm -hmm. And it's just like gross because they do happen and they happen very frequently. And a lot of the times like people that experience either pregnancy or an infant loss, like can like just feel like they're so abandoned and lonely and don't really know who to reach out to or like where to go um, to kind of find support and like helping them in the process of grieving. Um, And so, yeah, it's so frequent that actually like one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And that's like roughly like 10 to 25 percent as well. You kind of hear it different statistics. Um, And so the reason why it's so near and dear to my heart and like I focused more in this post on the miscarriage aspect of it was because um, Matthew and I experienced a miscarriage back in January Mm -hmm. um, of this year. And like it was exactly that, like super lonely and we like didn't know where to go. I'm like, do we go like do we go to the ER? Do we call my doctor that I like have been working with already? Like, mm-hmm. who do we talk to? Like, we just didn't know what to do. Um, and like 
who to go to for help in the midst of it all. Um, and then the weeks after everything had like taken place, it was just like, okay, but like no one even knew we were pregnant. So who do we tell? Like, how can, what do you say? Like, yeah. oh, hey, um, help. like we just knew we were pregnant for two days and now we had a miscarriage. So like, you know, it's just like really an yeah. awkward topic. And like, yeah, we just didn't know who to turn to, who to talk to. Um, I have people in my life that I know have experienced it before, but like, I don't know, in the midst of that, like, there aren't anyone super close. So in the mm-hmm. midst of, like, all of it, I didn't really feel comfortable reaching out to them because I didn't know them that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. So it's just been, like, something, obviously, like, it's been a really big part of our lives is um, just, like, healing in that. And, well, I guess really in the past however many months, whatever, yeah, nine months now later, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's just been, like, a lot of healing in that and a lot of um, – just beauty in the journey and that and so I just really felt it on my heart to like write about it and share about it because honestly (laughs) by the time that this post and this podcast go live that might be the first time a lot of my family and friends are even hearing about it because like wow I don't live at home so they don't know Mm -hmm. and like I don't know it's just kind of weird because I'm like yeah obviously we tell people we're super close with yeah I only talk to on holidays like I'm not gonna just reach out and be like, "Hey!" So mm-hmm. it's not the first time people are hearing about it, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's just been like a really beautiful journey of healing, journey of hope in a lot of ways, um, and like, yeah, just trying to allow the Lord to like give us hope for the future and like what's to come in the midst of it. So yeah, yeah I just wanted to write and share and like really more than anything, give people pointers for how to like talk about it, especially because like one in four pregnancies end in a loss, mm-hmm. and so it's like especially because so many listeners and readers have like probably know someone in their lives has experienced this, but it's like, mm-hmm. I haven't done this before. I can't relate to it. Yeah. But I just felt the need to like share different ways for like people to be able to reach out to your friends and family. If you know that they've experienced this loss. And then also for people who have experienced loss, like here are a couple of little helpful things to like help you during this time as well. And knowing that like, you're not alone. So it's kind of what like share about in the post. No. Um, so Absolutely. And I really appreciated it because I, um, like, yeah, like I obviously am not married. I haven't experienced a miscarriage, you know, but I know people that have, and like Kaylee, even when you and Matt went through this and like you told me and like, I didn't know how to like respond, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like, all I can do is offer my prayers and support and help. But like, hearing what you were saying of like what you would want from friends and family was so helpful to me for um, like other people in my life that might, you know, experience this, like how can I mm-hmm. best be with them? Um, Cause I remember like when you told me and I was just, you know, my heart went out to you guys and I, you know, I said, mm-hmm. it would be praying for you and anytime you need something, whatever, like, offer support but like what else could I can I do you know Mm -hmm. and um and I think that's really really helpful and honestly just you sharing your experience like with other um men and women going through this or friends knowing like it's it's just offers support and like they're not alone um and because I Mm -hmm. feel like it's something that you share with your closest friends and your closest family but you're not you're not going to share that with everybody. Like that's a personal matter and like you shouldn't Mm -hmm. share that with everybody, you know, but um, being able to share that with the people closest with you and then um, 
like mm-hmm. they know how to respond to that I think is so important so thank yeah. you for just thank like you. sharing because it's beautiful to yeah. hear your witness and um, your encouraging words yeah, yeah. no definitely because it's definitely something two people shouldn't be ashamed of to no, share either right? no absolutely you know? not so yeah. it's like actually more freeing the more that you do share about it in mm-hmm. the future months like in the midst of it you obviously yeah right like don't have like the strength to share it with people like too broadly but then like in the coming months like to be able to share it freely and openly is like so freeing yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. I think that um I also as I was reading it was just very grateful again that you are willing to share this experience because I think a lot of people and I think this is also why it ends up being like this taboo topic is that mm-hmm. um, a lot of people feel like they're not allowed to grieve mm, um, yes. because like what you were saying you knew for two days and you hadn't shared with other people that you were pregnant and how do you mm-hmm. tell people oh we were pregnant we lost yeah. our child um, and so I loved what you were saying yeah. in the post about allowing the parents to know that their baby is real and that their loss is real yeah and that like you said that it's okay to grieve especially I feel like in a world where people tell you so many lies about Mm -hmm. the unborn Mm -hmm. um absolutely and so especially in the face of that culture how like how feeling like it's not okay to grieve and I think that that's just the exact opposite of what people going through this that's the exact opposite thing that mm-hmm. they need to hear. They need to yeah. know that it's okay, yeah, to be sad. Yeah, yeah. So true. and it's it's crazy because I've heard someone else say this that has had a miscarriage that it, one of the reasons why it's so hard is because so much of society doesn't even recognize their unborn child mm-hmm. like as life, you yes. know, because it's so early on in the pregnancy, like say, I don't know, like how many weeks along or whatever, but say it's just like, three or four weeks along, you know, like Mm -hmm. our society has legalized abortion to where like you, that baby could like a lot of mothers abort that child, like abort babies that old, you know? And you're saying that like, I'm grieving over my loss of a child that I wanted with my whole heart and like gladly accepted, but there's mothers out there that are killing their own children at that Mm -hmm. age. And just like, and so, like, your grieving process, it's just, like, our society almost doesn't, like, give us that space to honor mm-hmm. the baby's life because yeah. they give other women permission to kill children at that age. You know, it's just, yeah, it's so, so backwards. True. And, oh, like, it's just my heart. Um, yeah. 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 I, I, it, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> I know you're fine. And, so, and I think that, too, makes, like, the grieving pro- process harder is when you realize that, like, like, yeah, we lost our little baby around mm, – right around five weeks mm-hmm. or so. Like, since uh, – no, it might have been earlier than that. It might have been closer to three. It was between three to five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I so, like, even in the midst of that and then just realizing after the fact of, like, there are just so many people who choose to, like, end the life of their mm-hmm. child at this time. And, like, that's not something that I chose for myself. And, like, here I am having to, like, suffer that loss. And I'm, like – I don't know. It's just so hard, like, that that reality of, like – the the anti-life I guess mindset kind of becomes even more and it kind of hurts a lot more yeah just like wow like I would take your spot in a heartbeat if I could and it makes you like try yeah not to like to have to kind of check yourself and like where your thoughts are of like not thinking negatively towards other people because like you just don't know people's stories exactly 
yeah it's just so hard and yeah yeah, and I think that was what I wanted to say just going off of that is like those women Mm -hmm. that do abort their children you know they obviously are suffering a lot as well you know and we don't like the wounds that they feel from that loss are extreme even if they don't recognize them so Mm -hmm. like learning to have mercy and compassion towards them even though they made such a huge mistake such a serious sin and killing their child like you know Mm -hmm. Jesus still wants them he still wants their heart and like once yeah. you know and so we have to like approach him with mercy as well because like mm-hmm. they're hurting as well like just as you Kaylee hurt through your loss of a child like they're gonna mm-hmm. feel that their loss as well even yeah. though they inflicted it on themselves you know yeah um so true so yeah, Still, yeah. I, both I'm, I guess my point <laughs> is both of them need healing you know like yeah. healing is necessary yeah but, yeah in a lot of ways yeah absolutely yeah and I think, too, that it just makes me think how important it uh, is for us to always honor life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think it's a coincidence that this month of awareness for pregnancy and infant loss overlaps with 40 Days for Life, um, mm-hmm. which is going yeah. on right now. Can you explain um, for those people that don't know what 40 Days for oh, Life is? Yes. So 40 Days for Life is um, it's an organization that every time around this year I'm pretty sure um they hold vigils to try to end abortion um Mm -hmm. and encouraging supporting life um but it yeah this just this time this post this fact that October is a month to um be to bring about awareness for pregnancy loss um and 40 days for life just made me remember that pro-life does not mean just being against abortion mm-hmm. yeah but that we have to yeah. honor and celebrate life in all its forms mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from all the way from conception to natural death you know and mm-hmm. so yes. yeah just um I feel like the the best way even to that we can daily like be pro-life is to honor miscarried miscarried babies honor yeah. mm-hmm. you know the moms who are I've been thinking about this like how can we be pro-life every day um mm-hmm. yeah and like not yeah. giving the mom a look when their baby's crying and we're supposed to be mm-hmm. like quiet or whatever yeah. I don't know just like things so like that true. and like thinking about mm-hmm. all, like truly honoring life that has been lost um mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think people need to see that. They need to recognize that an unborn child is still alive. Yeah. Um, and if we're not, if we can't even talk about miscarried babies as a loss, then mm-hmm. how are we ever going to bring that message to the world? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Amen. Yeah, so true. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to so ask Kaylee, um, for those people that haven't, read your post can you kind of walk through some of the um like the advice that you gave in your post to first those that have suffered a miscarriage and then those that friends how they can help yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so I think the biggest things um especially maybe for like a friend I'll kind of start there of like someone who maybe knows someone who's been through this before um and whatnot I think the biggest thing is just like 
not being scared to reach out to them and Mm -hmm. to like love them where they're at in a lot of ways. Um, So whether that's like praying for them, praying with them, like offering a time of like, Hey, can I like pray with you? But actually like sitting there and like praying verbally out loud with them can Mm -hmm. be like really beautiful um, opportunity just to like love them where they are. Um, But then also like not being scared to like, yeah, just lend your heart and your ears and like ask them about like, how are you actually doing? Like, and if they need to like vent, allow them to like vent off their frustrations and their anger towards God, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like if you happen to be like the one in that moment that like is on the receiving end of that, not to like shrivel away and out of fear of like, I don't know how to respond, but just like allow them to just like share how their heart's truly doing. Um, And then also like acknowledging the life of their baby in different ways. And so whether that's like on the day that they lost the baby every year or on the day that, you know, they were supposed to be due, um, like sending them like a little text, like, Hey, I'm thinking about you today, praying about you, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, um, even like a simple, it sounds silly, but like mother's day and father's day to like acknowledge that they are mothers and fathers and, um, to say, yeah, happy mother's day, happy father's day. I'm praying for you today. I know today is not easy. (laughs) So I didn't want to say something. It was funny because this past mother's day, I wanted to text you, Kaylee, and say happy Mother's Day, but I was near my mom, and I think I asked her, I was like, do you think it would be, like, I didn't know, like, if that yeah. was too much, and she's like, oh, I don't know, like, because you never know yeah. how someone will respond. So that's it's, true, it's funny. yeah. It's funny you said that, because, like, I was like, oh, like, that's not weird to do, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some people could take it a little bit hard, Yeah. but at the same time, like, when I had a handful of people that reached out and like said happy mother's day and that they're praying for me. And I just like felt so loved that people acknowledged yeah. the fact that I was a mother. Other people. Yeah. Some people, depending on how you are, could take that a little bit hard and like be upset about it. But, but I at feel the same like, time, regard- like you're not intending ill. Yeah. You know? I feel like regardless, they are going to appreciate the fact that you remembered them and their child, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which I think is so important. Um, so sorry to so- interrupt, but yeah, continue. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> That's hilarious though. But totally fine. Um, but yeah, and so then just on the flip side of that, like if you're a parent who has experienced the loss of some sort, I was just kind of talking about um, just remembering that like you're not alone in all of this. Like God's not abandoning you, even though it really feels like it in the midst of it. Um, that the Lord, like he always promised that after the um, crucifixion, there'll be a resurrection. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can always like think towards that resurrection time. And like right now you might be in the midst of the crucifixion in the midst of like this fog of like, well, what now, what do I do? Yeah. Um, But just remembering like there is a resurrection to come as Mm -hmm. like hopeless as that seems right now. Like the Lord is good and he is faithful and he will allow that time to come um, in whatever way he, he wants to, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. but he loves us. He's not, (laughs) he doesn't do this because of disliking us by any means. It's just like the nature of how we're made sometimes for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, you know, Um, we may never know until we get to heaven why the Lord chooses to call some babies home really early. Um, But yeah, just remembering that, that you're not alone in the crosses. Um, But then also like, yeah, giving yourself space to grieve and like space to like allow yourself, you could take some time off work just to kind of like process through what just happened, spend some days in bed, like whatever you need to do, give yourself that time instead of like falling into that mindset that the world has of like mm-hmm. oh it didn't really happen like just pick yourself up move on like no like this is a big traumatic event in your life yeah. like, it's okay yes. to be grieving you know yes um and then the last little thing that I was kind of talking about was just like 
um, honoring your baby's life, kind of like we already talked about, but like, there's just so many different ways you can do that. Like whether that's um, having like your priest offer a mass for the baby, um, Mm -hmm. whether that's like a little, however you, you guys decided it could be like a private mass with just you guys there or whatever. Um, or just having him offer that as an intention for the mass and it's just like a mass for everyone or um, even like depending on how far along you were if it's possible to have a burial for your baby like that can be very like healing and bring closure in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that really helped us was like finally picking a name for our baby yeah Um, yeah yeah, because we we decided on Claire Rose it only took us like three or four months beautiful (laughs) Yeah, but kind of like in the midst of that is like when you pick the name for the child, you acknowledge that like the child was alive and like now you have yes. the freedom to like, yeah, talk about them and like, how are you doing? Name and them like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like giving them, I guess, hold on. I, first thing that came to mind was like dignity, but it's like, well, I mean, I kind of already have that. But yeah, just kind of giving them that recognition that like, okay, this baby was real. We didn't make that up, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the, with the communion of saints, like we believe that they are, you know, like mm-hmm. in heaven. Um, and Absolutely. so being able to talk to them, like Clara Rose, like, yes. hey, you yeah. know, this is so Asking beautiful. Asking them to intercede for you. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, oh, that's so beautiful. And something that mm-hmm. stuck out to me when you were talking um, was just when you were basically like how God is sovereign, you know, Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. he is intentional and, um, that he does everything for a purpose. And we might not know why here on earth, but like he has a plan and fully, fully surrendering that to him. Cause I think something that stuck out to me, um, thinking just about this topic is how, um, I feel like as a society, married couples just assume that like when they want to have a child they should have a child right now it's like this instant Mm -hmm. gratification like and if they don't get pregnant well like they're doing something wrong so we gotta go like you know and a lot of unfortunately parents look to like in vitro fertilization stuff like artificial means which Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. morally wrong and for a lot of different reasons which we can go into another time yeah (laughs) Um, but um how that's wrong I mean obviously like adoption like if you're called to that that's a beautiful gift but just I think recognizing how none of us has the right to anything you know Mm -hmm. um none of us has the right to like a child even you know like Mm because God is the giver of life God is um he he creates us and he takes us away you know and um, and I think recognizing that he is in control and not us and that we can't control everything, even though we as human beings want to, we have to mm-hmm. get down on our knees every, every night and just give it all to the Lord and trust that like, he's going to give us what we need at the right times. And yeah, there's going to be painful moments, but if we recognize the intentionality and just how he's so sovereign, like I think mm that is um a beautiful gift to be able to do Mm -hmm. so yes yeah absolutely yeah and I think going along with that Josie recognizing that that life was a gift Mm, um, yeah that you it was it is life you know it is life and that you can be thankful for that gift and in that same breath be grieving Mm -hmm. for the loss yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so true I know that um, Kaylee gave us a couple of tips for both grieving parents and uh, friends who 
uh, don't know how to respond. But yeah, do you have anything else, Josie? Any other practical tips for practical tips approaching this? Um, yeah, I, w- I would say like as a friend, um, it does put you in a little bit of an uncomfortable spot. Like I shared how I didn't really know how to react or how to comfort Kaylee and Matt when they went through this. Mm-hmm. Um, like you want to be there for them, but also respect their privacy as a couple and their grieving as a family. Um, but I guess my practical tip would be like, don't not act, you know what I mean? Just because like, it's uncomfortable or like, you don't know what to do. Don't just sit there and do nothing. Um, you know, at least reach, I mean, at the very least reach out to them and be like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm here for you for anything. And I think that's what I did. Like what I've done more, like knowing what, yeah, like I probably would have done more. Like I probably would have, you know, make a meal for them or, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a great way to show your love. Um, maybe offer a mask for them and, and get them a card. Um, but don't just sweep it under the rug and ignore it and act like everything's fine. Cause these, these couples are hurting. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what, that's what I would say is just do something and let them know that you're there. Yeah. So true. And I think thinking about the meal thing, thinking back on it, it would have been so cool if someone would have started like a meal train. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, they do that when people just, yeah, just had a baby because it's like, yeah, in that time, the last thing we wanted to do is like go to the grocery and pick up food and like For cook sure. it, you know? So, yeah. like, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's what stuck out to me. I was like, oh, missed opportunity, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's all right. Next, I mean, not next time. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. was a bad thing to say. I mean, hopefully, there's no next time for anybody. You know what? I'm In the future with now. anyone. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna shut up now. But Samantha, <laughs> talk. I was, I was gonna say that um, I was once listening to Cameron Frad's podcast Among the Lilies, and she was talking about um, help that she received in the time of her grieving, Um, and she received a letter that said, "I don't have the right words to say, but I pray that the Holy Spirit whispers every word of comfort to you," Mm. and I think that was so beautiful because it reminded me that it's okay as someone who's trying to help a friend who's grieving, it's okay to feel like you have no idea what to do. Like it's Mm -hmm. okay to be lost. But like you said, Josie, don't let that stop you from acting. Yeah. Um, And being afraid, but reaching out um, and being that steadfast friend and just Mm -hmm. saying like, like Kaylee said, to stop and pray with them and to even just say, I don't, have the words but to pray for the words um Mm -hmm. and to yeah that that moment of prayer with that person or that moment of even just saying like I don't know what to do what do you need um Mm -hmm. I think is really powerful in a time of grieving um just saying just reaching out and not being afraid to say like I don't know what I'm doing but whatever it is that you need Mm -hmm. I can do that yeah absolutely no, that's great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kaylee, do you have any resources that like people can check out, um, whether like they're yeah. experiencing loss or yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, yeah. So one thing that, cause I just, yeah, we didn't know where to turn. So I just kind of researched a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found there's this ministry called Elizabeth ministry international mm. and, they help people with grieving miscarriage loss, but there's also some other aspect to their mission. I don't remember exactly what it was. It's been a while. 
Um, but I know you can like go on their website and like find where a chapter is near you. And there actually is one here in Jacksonville. It was just like 45 minutes away from me. So yeah. I didn't quite make the time to go there. Um, but finding something like that or like um, some sort of like grieving type of community yeah. to like be involved in, like even if it's, I don't know, I know sometimes people have like bereavement communities and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like within your church, um, something like that could be very helpful to like just help you process it and know that you're not alone. Yeah. And like looking back, I kind of wish we would have, but I like looked into the resource and then just didn't do anything about mm-hmm. it. And and the Lord did his thing in different ways with you. Yeah. But um, yeah, so there's one thing there. And another thing is like reaching out to um, your parish priest um, or, yeah, I mean, I don't really know where I was going with the or part there. But yeah, reaching out to your <laughs> parish priest <laughs> because they could like offer a mass for your baby or um, even that, that's like I'd mentioned earlier, private mass, whatever. But there's also like a blessing that the USCCB has for um parents who are parents after miscarriage or stillborn and mm-hmm. so it's like a beautiful beautiful blessing you can actually google it and read it and it's like a beautiful prayer um for these parents and so asking your priest for that blessing could be very helpful or like i said earlier if you even need like if you could make funeral arrangements or do some sort of memorial thing um, yeah depending on where you are and how you're feeling about doing those things could be helpful um but another thing that i thought of too was this book um, called Grieving Together, and it's a couple's journey through miscarriage by Laura Kelly Fanucci and her husband, Franco David Fanucci. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, but that book was so good because it goes through their loss, and it comes like Laura will give her side of how she felt during this time, and David gives yeah. his side. So you hear the man's and the woman's side. Because um, a lot of times people forget that the man experienced this loss too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that book was like so, so good for us to like read through. And like it gives you all these ideas of like, yeah, naming your child, how to honor your child, how to like talk to people about it and like mm-hmm. it shares stories in the midst of it and just all kinds of really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was like a really good resource that I've thought of. And I know there's been plenty of podcast episodes that I've heard in the past about miscarriages and Mm -hmm. people's experience with that that have been like yes that's just what i needed to hear but honestly i have no idea what those were right now so yeah yeah when i think of them i will like come back and i'll share them however we can but there's lots of podcasts out there on the catholic world for sure people sharing their experience with miscarriage so yeah no that's it's beautiful and no i appreciate you sharing those resources something Mm -hmm. that um i just thought of was the book um about she she's not blessed yet or maybe she's on the way to blessed but chiara corbella patrillo the, Ooh, yeah. the book is called a witness to joy um on the mm-hmm. cover she has like an eye patch if you go to our website beautiful Daps website it's under we have a, actually a page for um book recommendations and it's actually on that page if you want to check it out um mm-hmm. but that book is beautiful because her and her husband lost two babies back to back um, mm. that were born and died 30 minutes after birth. And the way mm. that they embraced that with joy is the most beautiful thing in the world. And like mm-hmm. m- when I read that book, it like just firm, like firmly cemented a like deep desire for that kind of marriage, um, like God willing, yeah, so cool. um, mm. because it's just, the way they approach loss with joy is incredible. So um, I would say anybody experiencing any type of loss should read her witness because mm-hmm. it's, yes. it's saintly and beautiful and inspiring, but yeah. yeah. Sweet. 
Also ja, das bin ich auch. Oh. Kaylee, okay, thank you so much for sharing your story and mm -hmm. your heart. Yeah, thank you. Glad yeah. that I could. Thank you. <laughs> I think well, it's. I hope it helps at least one person, if not more. So. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think it's time for our question. <laughs> <laughs> Love that question. The question, yes. What is a grace that you received this week? You want to go mm -hmm. first, Kaylee, or you want me to? Sure, you can. Um, let's see, for me, um, last night we were doing a holy hour with our small group, and um, they don't usually have confession during the time, but they did last oh. night, which was kind of great. And I literally had just gotten a confession like a week or two prior, but I got cut off in the confessional. Ooh, it sounds what? terrible because it was terrible. Yeah, I like paused and said, I think there might be a few other things. And I paused for two seconds and he goes, and your penances. And I was like, oh my oh, gosh, seriously? I've never oh, yeah. had that happen to me before. Oh, I've had it happen multiple times. It's I've starting also to make me had really it happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh drives me crazy but it's okay it's okay because then the lord had the opportunity for confession last night and i was just sitting there and i'm like staring at him in the monstrance and i was like i don't want to go to confession because i just went and like i'm fine right and then i just like couldn't pray couldn't think of anything and i was like well what's blocking me and i'm like i need to go to confession mm. again don't i <laughs> so like i got up and i went to the confessional it was just like so good good, like, good. i really wasn't prepared for it but i was like come holy spirit and i went in there and cried my little eyes out to share what was going on in my heart mm. and then he just like the priest just comforted me so well and he just was like yeah it was just really beautiful telling me about how um like how to pray with like Jesus at, or well, Jesus or God, whoever as like the good shepherd mm. and like remembering that a shepherd like carries their sheep when they're injured and like takes care of them and does everything for them to like get them back to health. And like, yeah. that's what God's doing in my life. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then I told him too, I was like, thanks for not cutting me off in the confessional. <laughs> he just laughed. It was great. But that was just like such a beautiful grace. Cause I really didn't want to go to confession after my bad experience the yeah. week before, but the Lord needed me there, and it was beautiful. Praise so. Jesus for that. Thanks, Kaylee. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? What's your grace? Um, mine's kind of like on a superficial level, but like still fun. Okay. Um, is just like being able to like compete still. Um, in like small ways. So you know, I'm such a competitor, being a tennis player my whole life, and I definitely miss that a ton mm -hmm. um, in mm -hmm. my new season. But I got asked to play on this flag football team, which has been fun. Um, and That's then cool. also just like joining the Notre Dame women's team here. Like I'll go out, like this morning, I went out to their practice for like three hours and played some sets against them. And like, just, I don't know, just kind of itching my competitive bug and like, I still got mm -hmm. it. Like, yeah, yes. I do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, totally a pride thing, mm -hmm. but like, it's just fun to be able to like go out there and compete and like glorify the Lord through competition mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's just it's just something yeah. i love doing and um yeah it's just been a grace to be able to do that yeah that you didn't Praise let God. go of that part of your life completely no i mean i don't think i can <laughs> like it's just, it's just i i have to compete in something if it's yes. not sports it's gonna be like i don't know like 
come out in a card game or like <laughs> it's the nature of being a coolman i'll tell you that yeah it's, it's my family i blame it on them it's the way i was raised but oh i love it's it so competitive yeah, I love it. <laughs> that's fun what about you samantha um yes so i have this really big problem where i think that i always have to like be productive and always have like results mm-hmm. um and but this week I had a paper that I needed to work on and I've had like the worst writer's block that I've ever had. Like I felt like I just sat at the computer all day, hours on Mm. end for like two days straight and didn't have any work to show for it because I just like couldn't, couldn't get it. Um, And I was very frustrated, but when I finally turned the paper in, it, and like I thought back on it, I realized that it was a really good reminder that I'm not a robot. Um, and that it's okay to sometimes not be able to do everything the first try around. Yeah. So it was, it was a good reminder. Um, and it was also just a relief to turn it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. oh, I like that. It's like, so. can't, can't do it all, all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. So true. So great well shall we end in prayer guys yes who's got it this week (laughs) draw straws over here yeah i'll i'll just take it i'll pray (laughs) take one for the team Josie. we need to pick that out ahead of time in the future (laughs) we should but it's kind of fun doing it on the spot yes love it all righty in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us to pray. Lord, just thank you for this time. Thank you for being able to have deep conversations, deep talks. Um, and just we ask that you bless us and bless all those listening, especially those that have experienced loss, are going through loss, and um, friends of those experiencing it. Um, Give us the right words and to comfort them and just those grieving, help them to recognize that you're sovereign, you're Lord, you're always good, always faithful, and that um, just trust you through it all, even through the hurt and the pain. Um, we give it all to you, Jesus, and just ask that um, you make all things good and bless us how you would like to bless us and use us how you wish. We ask this all through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and your son, um, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank Thank you. Thank you, guys. And thanks again, Kaylee, for sharing your beautiful heart. And I know it'll touch touch people listening. So, yes, hope so. Yes, thank you. (laughs) All right, friends. Talk to you guys later. See ya. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beautiful Depths podcast. If you love what we do, subscribe to our weekly newsletter by going to www.beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. And don't forget to support us by rating us on iTunes. Until next week, stay holy, friend.